Blog Talk Radio. Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. C.J. Sports. Uh, find me here. Glad to be here in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. I'm trying to do two things at once. I apologize. But glad to be here on this hump day. Glad to be here in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Glad to be in the 110 Nation um, Sports Building. It's a good day. <laughs> good day. I said good day. Oh, Lord. Browns undefeated. Buckeyes undefeated. <laughs> Got to go to a Dayton Dragons game since the last time I've been on here. Friday Night Lights. Watched uh, watched our high school team beat uh, who has become one of the conference's favorite. Once a part of time, once a once a part of time, once once in a point of time or something, I forget how you say that. We we were the team. We were the team that represented the conference for the state. Uh, we were the one that uh, you went to Cincinnati or Columbus or wherever they held their state and championships games. Unfortunately, we had some issues with what the coach was doing before. Brought in a new coaching staff, lack of football knowledge, no discipline. But looks like he might have been reading coaching for dummies. Took him four or five years. Um, matter of fact, I've been back four years. This is so far the best season. We're two and one. Um, Friday night game came down to us returning a kick with 14 seconds left. After we gave up a score, all we had to do was actually, we had a first down and two minutes left. Actually, all we had to do was just kneel it the rest of the way. And the other team, Springfield, had no timeouts. And yet we managed to screw that up and give them the ball. I don't know how I was, honestly, I was already headed down the bleachers to beat the traffic because I didn't want to deal with the hoodlum trash out of Springfield because that's just nothing but trouble. And part of me is glad that I just got to see the kickoff return from the actual end zone into the field as I was headed to the parking lot uh, because Springfield held up to their reputations and was the hoodlum trash that they are. And we had to have police departments from all surrounding areas come to break up all the the hoodlum activity, I guess, is the word we're going to go with still. Um, so 
But at Friday Night Lights, Dane Dragons, Cleveland undefeated, still undefeated. I finished with a better record than my co-host and my picks. So it's a good, it's a good Wednesday. Monday we had the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive. Um, unfortunately, our guest Dawson Sutton did not make it, but Chris and myself, we held it down. Uh, we hit a few topics in the uh, racing world, had a great time. Uh, if you guys missed Monday's show one, you can catch um, the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive Monday nights, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, it's a show um, dedicated to us to have a show just dedicated to interviewing athletes, drivers, um, promote track promoters, crew members, anything that really has to do with sports. Um, something we used to do on a very regular basis. As a matter of fact, once upon a time, I can remember two, three days a week, we would be doing the 110 Nation Sports Show, two, three hours a show, and we would end up with anywhere from two to four guests per show. We kind of got away from that, uh, went to more of our our commentary, our our product, our our uh, um, what word am I looking for? Our material. Um, so we wanted to kind of get back to having athletes on, drivers on. Um, Tuesday nights, if you guys missed last night's show, we got race chat live. Chris, Taz, Miss Lee in the studio. They recap. Last week's race in oh, Kansas, so I was trying to think where it was even at, and got you guys ready for this weekend's race at Bristol. Um, I will be catching the replay. Today was a signed day, plus I was catching up with our Thursday show. As I finished watching all of the Thursday show, um, safety, um, safety to uh, safety for success. Um, a show that's got to do with racing. <coughs> Excuse me. Racing and safety, and the safety of in in racing. Uh, make sure you guys catch that eight o'clock on Thursday night. Last Thursday, he had Donald Parker, the owners of Hades uh, Motor Speedway, on, and they also had Dave Chisholm on. Um, great interviews, great time with them. And then, of course, Wednesday nights right here on the One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network. You got the 110 Nation Sports Show. Um, if you want to make sure that you guys keep up with all the shows, we can do this a couple ways. Either A, which is going to be your simplest way, you can go www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. On there has our shows, it has our videos, it has our blogs, it has our show schedules. And on the right-hand side, <coughs> got to excuse the cough as a, uh, came down with a little bug on Sunday, and I'm just about over it, but still got a little bit of a cough. But uh, on the right hand of the site, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com, there is um, tabs that will take you to different platforms to be able to see, um, catch our 
our podcast on different platforms. Uh, so take you different platforms to catch our podcast on those platforms. Um, so if you catch your um, favorite podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, GeoSaving, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchasers, YouTube, or Amazon Music and Audibles, all you got to do is click on the link. It'll take you over there. Just follow our follow our um, show on those different platforms to help get us in their um, algorithm, I guess is the word I'm looking for, um, to help uh, let them know that people are catching our podcast on their platform to help us continue to grow. You can like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Uh, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. You can also follow us on Twitter, at 110Nation. Um, do us a big, huge, uh, solid favor. We've had a few people jump over there today, um, which we have grown a significant amount on the YouTube side, our subscriber side, um, over the last six months versus where we had been, actually probably about the last three months versus where we had been the previous guy knows how many years. Um, unfortunately, we just never put a lot of effort and energy into the YouTube side of the house. Um, it wasn't really even a thing when we started this 12 years ago. Um, a lot of mistakes have been made, mainly by me. Uh, but make sure that you guys go over there and subscribe. Help us continue to grow. <laughs> that is the easiest way to help a locally um, owned a veteran-owned company survive, help us to grow, help us to prosper. Um, so the more followers, the more subscribers, the more people that listen to the shows, especially on the subscribers, helps us eventually monetize things. Once we can monetize things, that means we can do better upgrades. We can do more upgrades. We can hopefully afford to add to the staff so we can have even more shows, more contact, more more content, more bloggers, more everything. Right now, this is out of everything out of my pocket. Operation has been for 12 years. <laughs> Not that uh, I'm complaining. Uh, we have any intentions of stopping, it would just be nice to be able to have advertisers, marketing partners help step in and be able to help us continue to grow, upgrade, uh, bring more talent in, and, and make it financially an easier burden for all of us here at the 110 Nation. So make sure that you guys go over there, subscribe, follow, like, click, whatever it is. Um, but more specifically, make sure you subscribe to our 110 Nation, um, excuse me, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network um, YouTube channel. Not sure um, where my co-host is tonight, so we might be uh, rolling solo. Um, awful odd not hear from him, especially since I know that he has seen the show schedule. Now, I know he's been doing the fair stuff and everything else. So I know that um, yes, he shared the show stuff. Um, I know he's been doing the fair stuff, so I know he's been staying very busy. Um, so hopefully we will get him in the studio um, and be able to join us here real soon. Um, a few things that I want <coughs> to 
jump into. One will cover uh, some big games that came out of college football. Of course, uh, my Ohio State Buckeyes um, end up taking uh, taking out Youngstown Penguins, thirty-five to seven. Um, did cost them a couple spots in the ranking, moving down to the sixth spot. I'm not necessarily a big fan. Uh, I'm, I, well, we all know I'm not a big fan of a couple things. One, I'm not a big fan of these um, fancy fight schedules. Um, there's there's no reason that we have so many top teams playing so many nobodies all year round, um, and even more specifically to kick off this season. Like there's just no call in it. Um, you know, I, I've been one of those, and, and, and I know it never happened because no college out there, not the big bad Alabama Crimson Tide, not the big bad Ohio State Buckeyes, not the team up north, not the Longhorns, none, none of these teams have – I guess there's really no nicer way of putting this. Don't have the balls to actually make a legitimate schedule. I, I, I'm a firm believer that out of our 12 games, eight, 75 percent, eight of your games should be against. Let's go top. Let's go top 50. I mean, I'd be even willing to bend top 100, but I'm not a big fan of that either. So, I mean, it's just like almost half the colleges. Top 50 teams. I state, if you want a shot to be in a national play for a national title, when we make this schedule, eight of your teams have to be against top 20, or top 50 teams. We'll give you four, four give-me's. Matter of fact, we're going to give you two conference give-me's, and we're going to give you two out-of-conference give-me's. So your Youngstown and was was a give me. You can have Toledo later on in the year. That could be a give me. Um, and then you're going to have two give me games in the Big Ten. Now, I understand this is where things get a little more complicated because conference games and give me games are not necessarily black and white. That's where things can get a little interesting. Because um, I'm assuming your Indiana, who's not ranked and God knows what rank, um, is probably going to be considered a give-me game. That Toledo game I was talking about, uh, they end up on 71-3 this weekend. Um, another uh, Big Ten give-me game, probably, if I was a guess, another Big Ten give me. Oh. Rutgers. That'd be a give me. So two of your games are going to be against uh, the Rutgers and uh, Indiana. <coughs> two of your games are going to be uh, give me games, Youngstown, and let's just say Toledo. Your other eight games, top 50. You're going to have to play teams to prove that you are worthy of playing for a national title game. 
Instead of this, um, you may play three ranked teams all season long. Um, outside of that, you're not going to play anybody. But that stuff just, it gets old. It gets boring. Then teams are, just like Ohio State, they're, they're, they're punished because they didn't run up 70 points on the score. They scored 35. So now you lose spots in the, the ranking because you didn't throw up as many points as the coaches poll or the committee or the, the uh, FBS or whatever it's called determines you should have put up versus the strength of schedule. I'm not big on that as well. I'm not big on these give-me games, all these easy games. I want 75% of our schedule to be hard. I'm also not a big fan of, well, one, the uh, contradictiveness of, oh, I can't believe you went ahead and scored 77 points. Like, why do you just – and then you, you – the well, you should have pulled your quarterback out of halftime. You guys were up 35 to nothing. How stupid is that to run up the score to 70 points and put your quarterback out there so he could possibly get hurt for the rest of the season? But if you wouldn't have scored 70 points and took your quarterback out and put your back up in and only scored 42 points and won 42 to 7 and 7 to 77 to 7, we're, we're going to dink you a couple spots because you should have scored 77 points, even though you did the smart thing and took out your first string quarterbacks, your first string running backs, your first and second string receivers, and put in your practice squad out there. We're still going to ding you, even though a win is a win. I understand a close win in college football is different. But we don't have to have 77 to 7 games in order not to punish teams and cost them to lose their ranking. Do I feel Ohio State is playing to their full potential? No. I don't think that they're playing to their full potential as of yet. Quarterback for Ohio State went 14 and 20. 70 percent of his pass, 258 yards, three touchdowns, a QB rating of 227.9. And I still I I don't feel that you're we're playing at our our max potential. Harrison 160 yards, Ikabuka or however you say his name, 94 yards. After that, it really falls off. We're gonna have to get other wide receivers into it. You got Travion Henderson, 56 yards. We need closer to that 100 back 100 yards per game back. He only had five rushes, so I'm not gonna hold that against him. Um, but no, I don't feel that we've necessarily played to our, 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 we've not played to our max potential, but my whole thing with this is, is one, we shouldn't have to run up a score of 77 to seven to not lose any, any ranking Two, I think it's beyond stupid for college coaches to have your players playing, um, the entire, the entire game, especially was at a blowout. I'm sorry, but the fact that we are up 35 to seven at halftime or 28 to 7 and a half time, our, our second string, our, um, sorry, our first string player should have never been out there in the third quarter. Trevon Henderson shouldn't have been rushing for a touchdown with a minute 46 left in the third. We were up 28 to 7. At halftime, we should have pulled. Unless you're going to sit there and game plan, you still shouldn't even play the whole third quarter. 
That's the only reason that any of your starters from Ohio State should have been playing anything really into the third at all is to try some different things, maybe make some adjustments, maybe try one of the other quarterbacks, even though the quarterback did 70%, 200 some odd yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, I think we're just all used to quarterbacks like JT Barrett, Cordell Jones, um, quarterbacks that just throw the ball, and we're we're just used to all this read option, throwing around and everything else. Um, I, I think it's just to an adjustment. Um, but to 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 pull people down or pull schools down ranking because they didn't score 77 points when you feel they should score 77 points is just it's, it's insane to me. Uh, your top uh, 10 teams, you got Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Texas, USC, Ohio State, Penn State, Washington, Notre Dame, Alabama. Um, I think that's another crazy thing, the fact that Alabama is in the top 10 uh, with the loss. Um, what's crazy to me, the only two teams in the top 25 with a loss is LSU and Alabama. I I think you're you're asking awful lot, awful high, top 15 teams, all these undefeated teams that – right now look just as good as teams that have lost. So, I mean, I understand that LSU's loss was against Florida State. It's ranked third. I understand Alabama's loss is against uh, Texas. Both of them were ranked worse than them. Um, So it's not like, you know, they lost to better teams. Um, They were just outplayed. Um, 11 through 25, you got Tennessee, Utah, Oregon, um, Oregon, LSU, Kansas State, Oregon State, Ole Miss, um, Colorado, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Duke, Miami, Florida, Washington State, UCLA, and Iowa. Um, this is the point where I really wish we had um, excuse me, Mario in the studio. Talk about the fact that there's three ACC teams in the top 25. is not something that the ACC gets to talk about all the time. Um, as a matter of fact, four, I'm sorry. With uh, Florida State, number three. Duke twenty uh North Carolina twentieth, Duke twenty first, Miami twenty second. Um so four ACC teams out there. His Tar Heels still hanging tough. Um with the twentieth spot. You got uh Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Looks like we're rolling deep with just three um three teams out of the Big Ten, so um, not not as as impressive, um, but the Big Ten also able to uh, um, hang tough in there, and football. Uh, And, of course, we got uh, Iowa as well in the uh, top 25 as well. So we got four teams as well. Um, part of me is kind of glad that uh, Ohio State they got to play them this year. They seem like a could be a pretty tough team. That's one of those teams you kind of got to kind of got to watch out for. 
Uh, Colorado. I guess this conversation is an inevitable conversation, especially since um, we had this discussion on last week's show, talked about did the win last week over TCU, over a overranked, overhyped, mid-of-the-pack team that was really honestly overranked going into this season as well. Um, Colorado went toe-to-toe with end up winning. Was that enough to solidify, um, or are we running just off of hype? Um, there, there's a lot of things that we had to factor into whether or not we was consider what Colorado did, making them legit. I still had um, my reserve on Colorado. I still have my reserve on Colorado because you just beat TCU and then, which was an overranked, overhyped team, and then you beat Nebraska, who. It's hardly even been ranked since they've been parts of the Big Ten. Um, I'm not trying to take anything away from Colorado. I think what Deion Sanders has done over Colorado, and I talked about this last week, is a phenomenal job. I want to see how this season plays out, though. I don't want to base my opinion off of, okay, Colorado did this whole transfer portal thing, put them a team together. They watched all this film. They put all their chips on preparing for TCU, an overranked, overhyped team that had no business even being in the national title game last year, had no business even being ranked in the top 25 this year. Um, still had to go toe-to-toe, 45-42. Wasn't like it was this lopsided win. Wasn't like Colorado came out and put a traditional Alabama beating on somebody. No, they struggled. They went toe-to-toe with a team that shouldn't even been in the top 25. Week two rolls in, a little bit better. I give you that. 36-14, rolled a little bit better over that Nebraska team, another non-top 25 team. This this is where things are going to get interesting. This is, this is where I'm going to start paying attention. I feel you got another give-me game. You got a late game, 10 o'clock game, Colorado State. I know playing your, your division, conference rivals, never an easy task. Kyle, Michigan, Duke, UNC, weekend, weekend, all day long, um, USC, Stanford. Um, we can, we can sit here and name teams all day long, Oregon, USC, Stanford, Oregon, um, even all those just out of the Pac-12. But there's no doubt in anybody's mind that Colorado is going to um, Colorado is going to win that game, go three to zero, improve their ranking right now. Um, top, I don't know what they are. Top eighteen, top seventeen. I forget where I've just seen them ranked at eighteen. Um, then things start to get interesting. Travel to Oregon, gets a top thirteen team. Um, 
I'm still not going to hold a lot of weight on that one. I might wait and see. See where Oregon is at that point. Then things get a little tougher. Then, then we, then we, we invite the Trojans into our house. With the quarterback, there's a lot of talk of being a Heisman Trophy candidate. Next couple of weeks, uh, give me games. Well, I'm gonna say give me games, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sweating Arizona State or Stanford. It's when you come off that bye. And four of your last five games against top 25 teams are UCLA, Oregon State, Washington State, Utah. That's where I'm going to see what I need to see. I mean, there's a good chance that you could get to your bye at 5-2. Five 5-2, and two. Five and two, decent record. Put you 5-2 and two in the conference. Or, uh, actually, put you 0-2, 1-2, 2-2. What, three and two? Three and two in the conference. So you got a winning record in the conference, five and two overall, three and two in the conference. All right. You're just a little bit above where everybody projected you to be. It's that back half. How you handle is Hunter still part of uh, Travis Hunter? Is he still part of 150, 150 play, 130, 150 plays? Is he still playing both sides of the ball? Is Deion Sanders' son still playing lights out a quarterback? His defense. Has his defense gotten stiffer? Has his defense gotten stronger? Have they gotten stingier? You can't allow a team like TCU to throw 42 points. That's just not going to happen. You are, you are not going to be considered a legit contender. You're you're not going to be in consideration of a legit bowl game if you're allowing teams like TCU to run up 30, 40, 50 points on you. It's not going to happen. So even though what potentially is going to be two of their toughest games, being in the first seven games, I'm really interested in the back half of this schedule. Um, I'm curious to see where UCLA, Oregon State, Washington State, Utah will be. Um, If they continue the path that they're on now, I'm wanting to see how Colorado will handle three games on the road, UCLA, Washington State, Utah, how they handle playing four out of five top 25 teams, and how they do with the traveling – on the back half of this schedule, with the weather, the traveling, everything else going on. Uh, I'm just not ready to to be all in on Colorado thing. I'm just not. It's like I'm very impressed with what they've done. And as long as all the stars align, sure. But you're you're asking every Saturday for everything to stay in the line for you. No no upsets, no injuries, no off days for anybody. Like you are so stretched with how you game plan this year that 
you damn near got to play flawless football. It's just facts. Ah, Lord. Uh, week one in the books, college for um, NFL football. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, I started off week one, nine and seven. Um, <laughs> Mr. Mario, he ended up going um, eight and eight. So I will have him send me his picks later on. I will have that published on our website, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Excuse me, before Sunday with all our picks on it, so you guys know who he picked. Excuse me. He picked as well. But uh, let's go into talking about some of the games this weekend. And let's at least get my picks out the way. Um, first of all, I want to thank my Cleveland Browns. Tell you what. Have beaten the Bengals nine out of the last eleven times and it's five and one against Joe Frickin' Burrow. I wonder how Cincinnati is feeling today, making him the highest paid NFL player, two hundred and seventy five million dollars. That's a lot of Benjamins. To only throw for eighty two yards and is the fifth worst quarterback in the NFL right now. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Remember, I picked the, I picked the Cleveland Browns to come out of that AFC North. I gave Bengals that wild card opportunity, but uh, remember, I had the Browns coming out that AFC North. I uh, was very impressed with uh, what I seen out of the Browns um, as a team. Um, Watson still obviously got. Um, some things to work out, some balls that just didn't make it. Um, running game, I don't know what's, what the, the game plan is since they didn't bring Kareem Hunt back. Um, I don't think anybody was pleased watching the whole Ford thing. Felton, part of the practice squad. Um, I don't know if you look for something else. If the game plan is just to run Chubb, my concern is having him for longevity. Um, do you hope that Ford gets better, Ford gets promoted? Do you cave in and see about bringing Hunt back? See so you got that that quarterback or that running back tandem? I don't know. There are just a lot of uncertainties when it comes um, to the Cleveland Browns uh, when it comes to that part. But was impressed. Defense looked good. Um, our defensive line actually showed us they could stop a run game. Um, there was a little bit, a little bit there for a moment. Um, it looks like Cincinnati was picking up some kind of momentum in the run game, but then yeah, thought about it and. Yeah, they got Mixon on the team. Ain't nothing to really worry about. Surprised he actually didn't fumble the football. Um, that was short-lived. Um, other games out there, uh, we both got the Jets right. We both picked the Jets, even though Aaron Rodgers only made four plays. We have both got that pick right. Uh, we both had the Jets at home. 
Um, that's a whole interesting situation. Um, obviously, all eyes are on the Jets, who end up winning in walk-off fashion with a punt return and overtime over the Buffalo Bills, um, who I had the Jets as one of the wild cards. Um, I had Buffalo taking the division, which that's going to throw that out of whack because I don't see the Jets win the division with um, Zach Wilson. Um, I still think Buffalo is going to win the division. I said that and picked the Jets. It's not like it was a surprise to me. Um, Miami looked good. Start off their season 1-0. and um, Long as Tua stays healthy, I, I, that's my my biggest concern. Is Tua not staying healthy? Um. New England lost, not a surprise. Baltimore won. I don't think that was a surprise as well. No, we both picked Baltimore. Um, Pittsburgh losing, not a surprise there as well. Um, Jacksonville won. Tennessee, Houston, Indianapolis all losing. Really not a surprise there. Vegas winning, that was a surprise. Um I don't think anybody saw Vegas. Of course, we talked about Kansas City. No, we did not talk about Kansas City. Has that happened last <laughs> Thursday? Um, that just threw my whole sheet out the window right out the gate with the Kansas City loss. Um, so that, that kind of caught caught me and a lot of people off guard. Um, so um, saw some interesting football. See some interesting things. It's going to make life a little interesting this week. Um, it's crazy how, even though so many things change, so many things still stay the same. I'm going to give my week two NFL picks. Start off with the Minnesota and the Philadelphia. Yeah, the Minnesota Vikings and Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I think I might have picked Minnesota last weekend. No, I did not. So, was not surprised at Austin. Um, I did pick uh, Philadelphia to win as well. Um, I think at home, because I picked Philly to win this division. Uh, it's as impressive as the Dallas Cowboys outside of Dak Prescott looked. I still think this is Philadelphia's division. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, I think that's part, Dak Prescott is going to be the Dallas Cowboys' downfall. That is what's going to keep them from uh, being Super Bowl bound, as that was the Weakest link um, is Dak Prescott is like 140 something yards and no touchdowns. Like it was strictly run game, defense, special teams. That was it. Um, I got the Philadelphia Eagles um, going into week two, um, going ahead and beating uh, the Minnesota uh, Vikings. Um, I'm just not impressed with first of all the Minnesota Vikings. Um, 
there's a lot of quarterbacks that Kirk Cousins is better than. <laughs> but at the same time, he's just an average quarterback. He's just the game manager. There's no, He's not going to wow you with his arm. He's not going to make these deep balls or phenomenal throws. He's going to keep the turnovers to a minimum. He's going to give you an average amount of yards. He's going to keep you in the game. Everything else is going to have to fall into suit. Um, with this defense being as good as it is, this Eagle team, and even Kelsey coming back to make one more run at it for the Philadelphia Eagles, um, I just I don't think there's anything for um, that the Minnesota Vikings can do against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Green Bay at Atlanta. Um, I didn't expect with young quarterbacks and the young team for Atlanta to actually be able to pull off the win last week. So I was kind of uh, kind of on the surprise side, surprise side, um, that the Atlanta Falcons were able to uh, come out of the week. And then again, I was surprised with Jordan Love. I'm still not sold on the whole Jordan Love thing. Um, We'll see. You you got you got game one. I give you that. Um, Atlanta, Carolina. You, you're talking about two young quarterbacks. Um, Atlanta obviously was more prepared for this game. Green Bay, you got lucky. You you played a Chicago team. A Chicago team that <laughs> looks like they might have even got worse in the off season. I don't even know how that's even possible. Um, something I don't understand about the NFL. And we make oh, we don't. They they make the same mistakes year in, year out. Quarterback has one good year. Oh, he's quarterback. He's he's NFL ready. No, that's not usually how it works. How many quarterbacks are no longer quarterbacks? Are backups? Are or mediocre at best, pissing away? an opportunity for someone else to have a legitimate quarterback spot in the NFL, are there? I mean, let's let's be honest. Well, Jalen Hurts had, what, one year? Good? College? Done all right. Uh, can't use Green Bay or Atlanta. Both those quarterbacks are essentially on rookie deals right now. So we'll see. Um... Baltimore, I don't remember if Lamar Jackson had one or two good years. Ain't mounted to nothing. Here's Ralph, the unanimous MVP. That is one of the biggest and dumbest arguments to have. Well, he's a unanimous MVP. Okay. That's that's like in NASCAR. Being voted the most 
popular driver. What does that accomplish? Did you win a championship? Did you have the most points? Did it mean you had any wins? Any trophies? Any anything? Like, the whole argument, well, he was unanimous MVP. Nwani should never been the only unanimous MVP or unanimous MVP, period. But an individual award in a team sport is about the most worthless piece of paper you can actually own. Joe Burrow had what? One good year at LSU? I'm not going to say that's mediocre. Um, I don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl. I've been preaching that for years. But he made it to the Super Bowl. I don't care. The Bengals have made it to the Super Bowl three times. They ain't never won a Super Bowl. Well, I hear another stupid argument I get to have on a daily basis. People want to throw up the argument because I live in Ohio. I'm a Browns fan. They're a Bengals fan. Well, at least we went to a Super Bowl. You've lost three Super Bowls. Well, at least we went. Okay, I got eight championships. That was so long ago, okay? Two of your Super Bowls were so long ago. Only one of them is even recent. You still lost. Now you upset because I could say we have eight championships. You can't even say that. So long ago. You had the same amount of years. Well, it's not the same amount of years, but you had all these years <coughs> to win something, and you've won nothing. I would rather have eight championships saying that I won first place eight times. I was the best team eight times in my history than never be able to say I was the best ever. So all those people that want to have this argument. Well, Cleveland, they, they've not even won a Super Bowl. They've won championships just because it was called something else. Well, it was so long ago. Well, how many Super Bowls or championships have you won? If you've not won eight, or if you were not an undefeated team, because little inside fact, the Browns were the first undefeated team and did not lose one at all. That's another argument I hate having. Well, it was less games than... Okay, less games when the Dolphins did it. People still recognize them. There are going to be less games when the uh, the, the the Patriots, and obviously we was going to recognize them because we still recognize the Giants as the team to stop it. Well, the competition was different. Okay, competition has been different over throughout the years. There's been times that there's only been a team or two that's been worth a flip. And there was a point in time, I swear, that the, the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys teams were the only two teams in the NFL. And we watched the Bills go to four Super Bowls in a row and Dallas go to, like, four in a six-year stretch and was a, uh, became America's team and everything else. I mean, next, next – uh, Next game on my my docket here is Las Vegas traveling to Buffalo. Um, I don't see the Buffalo. Two things. 
I don't see a Buffalo starting off the season 0-2, nor do I see Buffalo losing at home to Las Vegas. Um, like I said, I have Buffalo winning this division. Um, the only the only thing that's not going to happen that I thought was going to happen was Cincinnati taking the wild card the wild card out of there. I have Las Vegas actually, I think, being the worst team out the West. Um, I still feel that they are the worst team. Eh, I don't know. Denver looked pretty rough, too. Um, we'll see how long Jimmy stays healthy. Either way, I still got Buffalo at home. <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders, that doesn't change nothing. Say what, Jimmy? Grappler got up. One time he got hit. It was looking kind of rough. I was like, oh, Lord, same old Jimmy. He toughed it out and played, though. I was kind of surprised. Next game on the list, uh, the Baltimore Ravens and Cincinnati Bengals. I have Cincinnati finishing second in this division, taking the wild card spot. I have Baltimore finishing third. I'm still not sold on the Baltimore Ravens. You have a quarterback that doesn't have an arm. You brought in a injured pro receiver as your fix to help try to make your offense better. So you brought in a receiver that can't stay healthy for a quarterback that doesn't have an accurate or deep arm. Then your your best chance was you had the combination of Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins, and that probably would have helped carry you through most of the season even though that's not the type of football you was hoping to play. But then, unfortunately, J.K. Dobbins gets hurt for the season. It doesn't matter he gets hurt for the season. My opinion doesn't change about the Baltimore Ravens. Doesn't change about Lamar Jackson. Doesn't change about Odell Beckham. Doesn't change how I feel that the Bengals are going to finish second and was going to win at home against the Baltimore Ravens. None of that changes. Those are just things I'm throwing up there. I don't know. So <laughs> what happens when you, you give me the show all by myself for a night. All right. Seattle at Detroit. See, this, is, this might be the first interesting tough pick. Seattle, who was not supposed to lose in week one. Seattle, who... Um, Look at that, even have the Browns in the playoffs. If if the playoffs were to start today, the Browns would be number one. Ain't that some shizzle? The Kansas City Chiefs would still find themselves inside the playoffs. The first 0-1 team to make the cutoff. But anyway... Um, Seattle was supposed to win this game. They didn't win their game. Detroit was not supposed to win their game. Detroit wins their game. Um, not how the weekend was supposed to play out. So now are we going to say see the same Geno Smith as we saw last week or the same Geno Smith we saw last year? We can see the same Detroit Lions team that we saw out of Detroit 
most of the last season and last week, or do we do we go back to seeing the Detroit Lions we all know and hate? I think at home, I think we're going to see a Detroit Lions team go 2-0. Be a crazy world. I think I saw something that Detroit, Cleveland, Jacksonville, and it seemed like it was one other team for the first time in history, all are 1-0. How crazy would it be if Jacksonville, I don't know who they're playing right now, top of my head, um, Kansas City, so not looking good. How crazy it had been a Jacksonville, Detroit, Cleveland, and wherever the other team was um, would have started off. I think uh might have been the Raiders or it might have been the Jets. I don't know. I can't remember now. But that would that'd be some crazy stuff. But Detroit, at home in Seattle. Next on the list, um, Los Angeles Chargers, Tennessee Titans. Um, honestly, I was kind of surprised that Tennessee did not win. Um, I picked the Chargers last week, but I'm not going to say I'm necessarily surprised that the Chargers lost. Um, it was a close game. It was a good game. Uh, I'm a tough opponent. So, I mean, I'm not – I think it was Denver. Um, so, I'm not going to act surprised um, – it wasn't Denver. Denver lost. Who was it? I forget who Miami played. Or, I'm sorry, who Los Angeles played. Um, but I'm not surprised. Um, it was a back-and-forth game. It was a good game. Um, it was a tough opponent. But I am going to take Tennessee at home. Um, I do have Tennessee winning the division. Um, I think this is one of those divisions, again, that will barely be a, a, a 500 team um, to win the division. So I'm not expecting a lot of wins really out of anybody out here. Um, But Tennessee, um, I want to make sure that's who I do have. Double-check my facts here. Yeah, I have Tennessee. Mario had Jacksonville. I just want to make sure. But I do have Tennessee um, at home against Los Angeles. Uh, Tampa Bay, Chicago. Tampa Bay looked all right. Chicago did not. So I pick a a Baker Mayfield team. So I pick a Justin Fields team. Um, I think this one. More so comes down to the uh, home field advantage, which is what I would go with. Um, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Chicago Bears. Um, I think the Bears are going to do something different. I, I just don't think this is working. I don't know if it's the lack of protection, the lack of confidence in Justin Fields throwing it, or the lack of him being able to throw it. But you can't have a quarterback running around all of, all over the place and expect good things to happen, and they've not happened, um, and they're continue not to happen. Um, you know, I, I said all roads go through Kansas City. And 
and um, looky looky, I have somebody in the studio. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I got my co-host, Mario, in the studio. Mario, how are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good, boss. I'm doing pretty good. You, you, do, you, you do know the, the show's still on Eastern time, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do apologize <laughs> to everybody out there today. I'm sorry. We're currently out here in Lee County at the fair. It's busy. Lost track of time. And then when I looked up, I said, "Oh man, oh man, I want to." Like I said, I do want to apologize because I know I have a job to do, and I know I'm supposed to be here at eight o'clock. But I'm here now. Where's 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 the Lee County Fair at? It's in uh, Sanford, Sanford, North Carolina. Be I be a little more specific. You remember right. I lived there for twenty right. something years. I know right. where I know Sanford is in Lee County. We, we yeah. Uh, Worth right, the right, fair uh, at itself. Oh, it's off uh, Colin Road, right by uh, off 87, right before you get the U.S. one. One 87, right before U.S. one. One. Yep. Right so right before the. Uh, so before the. Uh, What's that city in between there and Chapel Hill? Pittsburgh. Yeah, so right before that exit? Yeah, yeah, right before that exit. Yep, right there. Gotcha. All right. (laughs) I don't know if people answer vaguely like I've never been there before. Um, If you would have said Sanford, anybody else in the world, I'd understood that one. But um, we're going to backtrack a minute. We yeah, got we are. 30 we minutes. We definitely need to. So I want to change some things. We're going to get through. We're we're, we're going to get through these picks first. Um, if we got right. time for anything else, we will. We only got 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay. Um, and I'm going to get you caught up to where I am. I'm going to give all you right. all my picks and let you pick, and then that means one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got one more game, uh-huh. which would be the Tampa – or not the Tampa Bay game, the Kansas City game, then all the rest of the games you'll actually go first because I'm going to go first because okay. I've already gave my picks. If we got all any right. time left, we'll hit any other any other topics. Um, but right. first game out the gate, I have uh, – we got Minnesota versus Philadelphia right. for the Thursday night game. I picked Philadelphia. Who you pick? And why? All right. I would definitely have to go with Philadelphia also. You know, even though they kind of lost control of the game against against New England. But I think, you know, one thing about not playing your stars in preseason, it really does have an effect on you, you know, especially that first mm-hmm. two games. So, but I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead I'm gonna go ahead and stick with Philadelphia. Hopefully they can keep their – get their offensive rolling. You know what I mean? Second game on the list is a uh, Green Bay at Atlanta. I picked Atlanta. Oh. Who you got? I'm gonna go. I'm going. I'm going Green Bay. You know, even though Atlanta oh. beat, even though Atlanta beat the Panthers last week, uh, 
I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say love is a little bit better, uh, and I'm gonna go with Green Bay. Next one on the list is Buffalo home against Las Vegas. I picked Buffalo. I can't see them going zero and two. Yeah, I go. I, I, I'm on the same route as you. I, I say Buffalo as well. I don't. I don't see them. I don't see them losing two in a row. But I also think there's some concern in Buffalo about how Josh Allen is uh, playing. Oh yeah. You know during during the game. You know, so hopefully he can calm there it down. There has to be concerns if you lose to a Jet team without Aaron Rodgers, with Garrett Wilson. Yeah. We both managed to get that game right, even though Aaron Rodgers yeah. only played in four plays. Um, but there's yeah. got to be concern in Buffalo. Um, if Garrett Wilson, really nothing has changed. You lost Elijah mm-hmm. Moore. Um, I think you lost another piece or two. You added Dalvin Cook, who is not all the way up to speed. Um and yet you uh, Buffalo lost to New York, who really didn't make that many changes. Um, you got Lazard, and I, I think there was one other – I think there was a, a, might have been one other piece that he brought in. It was not a lot of – to me, that, that wasn't no. wasn't like Tampa and, Bay. And it was an over, uh, overhaul yeah, or anything. I, I, yeah, uh, I agree. I totally so, agree. Um, next one on the list is Baltimore-Cincinnati. Um, I'm not impressed still with Baltimore. Um, I don't okay. think I picked Cincinnati to finish second. I think Ohio takes this division. I was not surprised last week with the Cleveland win. Um, we beat them nine out of the last 11 times. Uh, Joe Burrow's yeah. only one in five against us. So I'm not surprised with the win, but I don't think they lose at home against Baltimore when I don't feel Baltimore um, is that good of a team. Who do you got, um, Cincinnati or Baltimore? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and change it up. I'm going to go ahead and go with Baltimore. The the reason why is 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 Cincinnati is their time, you know, is do did we already see the best of Cincinnati? You understand what I'm saying? Is is, mm-hmm. is you know, is their team is their does their team still got that mojo, you know what I mean? So I'm going to go I'm going to go ahead and go uh I'm going to go Baltimore just to change it up. I'm going to go Baltimore. Now, Mario uh-huh. Could you imagine having a star employee? Yeah. And you pay him like nobody has ever been paid before. Yeah. Yeah. You you give him a two hundred and seventy five million dollar yeah. contract. Highest uh-huh. employee to ever walk the face of this earth. Uh-huh. Then to watch him go out and be the fifth worst employee ever? I know, I know. It's it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of, you know. Did he rush to come back? Is he really healthy? You know, did he did he want to did he want to play week one just to get paid? Not want to say just to get paid, but just to show just to show the organization that you know what I mean that that I'm healthy and I'm here and I want to get paid. So he did. He really did look off. You know, that's the same thing applies to no training camp, no reps, no time on the field. You know, practice is practice, but it would be something. Even though I did pick Baltimore, it would be something to uh, to holler about if they lose. One, it brought tears of joy to my face. 
Yeah. But more specifically to your points, um, I think, one, I think Kevin Stefanski has mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, and I can't think of their coach's name off the top of my head right now, their number. I, yeah. I don't think he was rushing back. I think maybe he thought he was going to play play better than he thought. He That money was guaranteed. That contract was a yeah. done deal, so I don't, I don't think it was so much that. I just yeah. think that for some reason, and this was brought up, the Browns had the Bengals' number just like the Bengals have Kansas City's number, just like Kansas City mm. has Buffalo's number, like, yeah. and just like Aaron Rodgers had Chicago's number. Like, it yeah. just seems like no matter what, we beat the the Bengals at least nine out of the last 11 times. It doesn't help that – You've held on to Mixon, which I don't know why you held on to Mixon, because yeah. he don't yeah, do a good job of yeah. holding on the ball yeah. or staying well, out of the headlines. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got rid of Piron, um, who was a good third yep. down back. Now you're lacking that. Yep. And then now uh-huh. you're about to have a contract issue because T. Higgins wants to be paid like a number one, um, yep. who you had Jamar Chase as your number one. And I have no problem with him being your number one as long as he, he doesn't go back to the dropsies because that was a big issue with Jamar Chase, which was so entertaining any game I went to because it seemed like uh-huh. every pass that went to Jamar Chase, he dropped. He's gotten better he with dropped. that. But um, T. Higgins and your contract situation, and now that you paid Joe Burrow all this money, it's, it's going to be interesting who Cincinnati is actually able to hold on to. Um, so the, we might have seen the best of what we're going to see. Um, and this is, for me, Cleveland's small window of opportunity because of what we paid um, Deshaun Watson, the fact that I think we're in the last year of Amari Cooper, um, Peoples Jones, I think, still a rookie contract. We just did Nuchuku. I think Chubb is fine for a little bit. Um, I know we're going to be in a small window of opportunity that we're going to have to do what we're going to do if we're going to do something before we got to start shelling out more money and that being an issue. Um, next game on the list is Seattle and Detroit. Like I said, Seattle didn't play as good as we thought. Geno Smith didn't look like the Geno Smith from last year. It looked like the Geno Smith we're used to. Detroit played, I think, a little bit better than I thought. I think it was kind of on par with what you thought. Uh, I went ahead and picked Detroit at home, I think. Um, I think Detroit's got a better situation at home going on than Seattle. I think uh, I think we're going to see Seattle crumble this year. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm riding with you on this one. I'm also going uh, that way. I don't think Seattle is the Seattle of last year, so I'm going with the Lions. This one's a tough one. Um, I think I picked both these teams win and both of them lost, and that was Los Angeles, which I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't know why who they played, but I know it was a tough matchup and a good team that they went back and forth with. Um, and then Tennessee also in a tough matchup loss. Um, both teams 0 and 1. Um, I do have Tennessee wins division, so therefore I can't afford to have Tennessee or do I think Tennessee is going to go 0-2. And I don't know if he was on the on the air yet when I mentioned this, but if the playoffs were to begin right now, the Cleveland Browns would be the number one team in the AFC. I don't think I, I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, but anyway, yeah. um, I picked Tennessee um, to win against uh, Los Angeles in Tennessee. 
Oh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Tennessee too. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna ride with you. I don't. I don't. I don't see him losing two games. But Hannah Hill did not look impressive with them three interceptions. You know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tennessee also. This game I felt was a tough one. Um, I felt that you were taking me. It came down as a home team. But the lesser of these two quarterbacks, and that's Justin Fields and Baker Mayfield. We got Chicago and Tampa Bay. I took Tampa mm. Bay or so because they're the home team. Um, mm. You don't know what Mayfield you're going to get, um, and I, I I think the Bears are going to have to do something different. I don't think I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's got to do with lack of protection lack in confidence in Justin Fields or he just doesn't have it. Um, but he's not throwing the ball like he needs to be thrown and it's not working. Uh, I, I, I definitely agree. You know what I mean? It's, I, def, uh, I agree with what you're saying. I really do. But uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead with this one week and I want to see if Justin Fields can uh, – can redeem himself. You know, they bring it in the raw receiver. He got plenty of weapons, you know what I mean? He got options to do some things. I just want to see him do them, you know? But I'm going to go I'm going to go to Bears. I'm going to go I'm going to go to Bears. See what the Bears going to do. I'm, I got the Bears. All right, before I continue on, I don't know if you know how the record played out last week for us, but our oh, picks no. last week, I I finished 9 and 7. And you finished eight and eight. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at right now, neck to neck. Okay. Um, so, right. next game on the list, I pick first, and then the rest of the games you will pick first. Um, okay. At first, I felt this was going to be a no-brainer. I felt okay. This is who I said the pass going to go through. This is who's going to win it. This is going to win this week. But the more and more I think about last week, and the more and more I thought about the fact that. Okay, what happens if Travis Kelsey is not 100%? That mm. offense did not look good without Travis Kelsey out there. Boy. Okay, Chris Jones is Chris Jones is held out for a while, so he's not done a lot. This one-year contract puts him back on the field, but at what shape? And is he happy with this one-year contract? Because it just kind of seems like you just kind of caved in so you got credit for your year. Because all you got was one year. You could have been franchised, got the same amount of money, and nothing's different. So what made you cave in and get back on the field? Um, Jacksonville's been running on all cylinders since, like, the second half of last year. And so this, which at one point in time, was I thought was going to be a no-brainer. The more and more I've gone through mm-hmm. my picks, the more and more I've thought about this. And even though Vegas yeah. got the odds of Kansas City by three, I'm this is this is going to be my upset alert right here. I think Jacksonville can take Kansas City at home, especially if Kansas City plays anything like they did last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, you definitely got that right to feel that way. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of shocking to sit there and say Jacksonville over Kansas City, you know. Uh-huh. But uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and say uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go Kansas City one time. Even though they did look terrible, their offense didn't look good, and their running game without Jones was exposed on the defensive end because Jones and who they got on that on that defensive line doesn't work. You know they. But I'm going to go Kansas City. I'm going to Kansas City just out of good faith. All right. The next one on the list is Indianapolis at Houston. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. If I, since I'm choosing first on this pick, uh, Richardson, he did some good things. Uh, Stroud did some good things. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say this is this is that first win for Houston right here against Indy. I'm going Houston. I'm gonna go Houston as well. I was not impressed okay. with either one of these teams. Um, yeah. This is another one of those situations that a home home field. I, don't, I just feel kind of bad for Indianapolis. It's just been kind of a a whole crap show over there in lighter terms. And, and just so I don't forget, I don't want to get off topic, but this is going to be kind of off topic. Um, uh, do you watch the Monday Night Football? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Do you do you watch the Peyton and Eli version of it? No, no. Uh-uh. No, I sure don't. I watched it. I watched it this time. That was that was it was rather entertaining. It was the first time I've ever okay. caught their version of it. Yeah, I never. Uh, yeah, I just listen. There was a couple times like um, <laughs> Peyton Manning didn't realize that Garrett, or I'm sorry, not Garrett, but Zach Wilson was still their uh, the Jets' backup quarterback, and he was like, uh, "Who's their quarterback? So and so or Ken O'Brien?" Which Ken O'Brien was their quarterback back in my day growing up, and he just kind of laughed and he's like. Zach Wilson still on the roster, and <laughs> Eli's like, yeah, that was the number yeah. one per first round pick last year, and and just some of the stuff. And then when they watched him get on the golf cart, they're like, no, I thought it was just an ankle injury. I thought they were gonna tape him up, bring him mm-hmm. back out. Like some of the stuff that they say is just so entertaining. Uh, I, I, I will try this next Monday night game. That's the Cleveland Pittsburgh game. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can watch it and see if it don't ruin the, the experience for me um, since it's my team. But uh, I was curious if you ever watched it. I watched that version. Um, next yeah, one on yeah. the list. Um, it... Next one on the list is San Francisco at the Los Angeles Rams. What you think? <laughs> So I can't, I can't take nothing from them 49ers. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got, I'm going with the 49ers. I'm going to rock the 49ers as well. I think uh, Purdy kind of answered some questions for some people. And so I, I think a lot of people are going to rock and ride with Purdy and see how this continues to go and if he can continue uh, doing what he's doing out there for the 49ers. Uh, I don't know. I, I picked the 49ers to win it, so I, I don't know. I just don't – the Rams just – the Rams, to me, became the Miami Heat, where you threw this team together with some young yeah. players, and then you had to add all these aging veterans at veteran, veteran minimums so you could fit everybody. 
and have some kind of veteran experience and respect, but then once all the young talents went every which direction, it left you with kind of all the old veteran players that are not going to win you a championship. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of how I see the Rams at this point. I mean, hence they just won like two years ago, but I, I just don't, I don't know, I, they just don't, I don't see them as a threat. I don't know why, I just don't see them as a threat. I don't even know if I even picked them as the top two teams out of the West. I, I might have picked Seattle over them. Uh, the next two on the list, um, I think there was no surprise of Arizona. I think we were more surprised by the Giants. I don't think, for the most part, anybody was surprised by the the end result on and who won the Giants and Cowboys game. I just think we all thought it was going to be a closer game than that. Um, Cardinals, I don't think there was really any expectations or really any surprise they lost. Um, Mario, who do you got? Uh, I'm 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 going I'm going with the Giants. I just don't I just don't see them doing it again. You know, even though field conditions were bad, you know, and rain and wet balls and all that type of stuff, interceptions, fumbles. I just didn't pitch at forty to zero. You understand what I'm saying? But, no. Uh, but it is on you got. With Daniel Jones signing that big contract, you know, it really does put a lot of pressure on Daniel Jones and the head coach, you know, because they definitely got to figure it out just because the head coach mm-hmm. had to sign off on, you know, giving him that big contract. So he kind of figured that, you know, this is something that he can work with uh, through, his, through his coaching career. So I'm going to go ahead and go Giants. I'm going Giants as well. I have no confidence in Kyler Murray or anything that the Arizona Cardinals, I think they're going to have to rebuild that whole situation. Um, I, it's beyond me. Well, I, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, but then I, that could be followed up with another statement. My first statement was, it's beyond me why they paid Kyler Murray the money they paid him, especially him opening yeah. admitting that he doesn't study the playbook. Mm. But then we watched the Giants pay, openly pay the money they did for Daniel Jones, who's not much better. Mm. But anyway, so I guess <laughs> I guess that's uh, tick for tack on that. Uh, but I, I think the Giants uh, are, are going to win this game. The next game on the list is the Giants at Dallas. Um, no Rodgers. I don't think it really makes a difference. Um, like I said, you got all first picks the rest of the time, but I'm assuming we're both picking the same one. I don't think it would have made a difference if Aaron Rodgers was out there playing or not, unless he would have lit that up last night like we have never seen it lit up before. Who are you going with? I'm, I'm, I'm riding with you. I'm going, I'm going on Cowboys. Yeah. Even though said even with Aaron Rodgers, unless unless do what? I said even though the Jets defense, you know, showed out and they are they are going to keep them in some games, but I just don't see them keeping the stamina throughout the whole game. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm definitely going Cowboys. You know, if Aaron Rodgers was playing, 
I feel you had a better shot. Yeah. Because the Cowboys' special team of defense showed up and are as good as advertised. So I think if Aaron Rodgers is playing, I think you have a chance to go toe-to-toe. I think mm-hmm. that Dak is not what who Dak thinks, or Dak is not what he's paid to be. He, he's not yeah. that good of a quarterback. He's he's paid way more. He's overvalued. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you when you you cross reference the age versus the the experience versus the offensive lines versus the the chemistry. I think you kind of even almost all of it out. I think because of the fact that Davin Cook has not been over in the Jets system, but for a few weeks you might give the running game to the other side. But I think your receivers are pretty much in line. Your 40-year-old quarterback versus Dak Prescott's pretty much in line. I think your two differences that would have made, even if Aaron Rodgers would have been playing and why it still would have went to the Cowboys, is one, the coach and two of the special teams. Um, I yeah. think the Cowboys uh, out outperform on both of those. You throw no Aaron Rodgers. That's three out of really four categories out the gate no matter what. Um, but we're both going with Dallas. I don't think that's a surprise. Um, Washington winning to me was a surprise. I don't remember if I take, took them or not. I don't remember who they would play. But just seeing Washington, no, I did take them. Uh, we both picked someone. They must have played someone really bad for us to both pick Washington. Uh, probably someone as bad as, Arizona. I don't know, maybe the Denver. Is that who they played? Well, it don't, get, play, it don't yeah. get much harder this week because they're playing Denver. Um, interesting game. Um, I don't know if Denver fixes. I don't know if there's even fixing what they've got to fix. Um who are you rolling with? Uh, do I see do I see Wilson losing two games with a new head coach? Uh, it's possible. Do I see the Redskins? I mean the Commanders going two and zero. Possible, but I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm gonna go ahead and go Washington. Denver gonna go zero two. I thought we was going to go separate directions here, but we didn't. Um, I went with Washington as well. Um, didn't think I would assume Washington would be two and zero and head of the tied for the head spot out in the East, but here we are. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think there's a lot bigger issues in Denver than they thought they realized. Uh, the next two on the list is Miami and New England. Um, of course, New England fell short this week. Uh, Miami, very impressive. I think we both agree as long as Tua stayed healthy, Miami would be a good team. It really all came down to that. I tell you what, Tyreek Hill was on a whole different level. Um, And, yes, I got to watch the Cleveland-Cincinnati game. I believe I did have the red zone pulled up on my phone. Um I, just, I had it pulled up. I just had it turned down, and then once the game was ended, then I switched over to the red zone on the big screen TV since we had this conversation about the red zone. Um, but Tyreek 
was on a whole different level. Um, we got Miami in New England. Who you got? I'm going as long as, as long as two is healthy. I'm going. I'm going with Miami because them boys got something going on their offensive side. Them boys fast. Them DBs and safeties, they don't know what to do. But I'm gonna go ahead and go. Uh, I'm going Dolphins. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm riding the Dolphins. Um, I think I had New England finishing the worst out of the East. Um, the whole Mac Jones thing, uh, it just, just doesn't seem like there's anything going right for New England at any aspect of their game plan. I, um, the Saints. Can I ask you a question? Go to next? Yeah. If, if the Patriots finish last, is Bill Belichick's time is up? No. Okay. Just a question. I think I think even I think it should be. I think yep. these last few years I think we're 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 headed into that direction. But the reason yep. I say that is one, I don't see Bill Belichick finishing a season the worst in the East. But two, even as quiet and standoffish as he is, Robert Kraft has been at times, um, which was kind of surprising to see Tom Brady, Robert Kraft, everybody buddy-buddy this weekend um, with the retirement of his jersey and all that. I still think that there would be a big to-do on Bill Belichick's last season. There will be a kind of a – Farewell tour. I mean, you're, you're talking about okay. one of the greatest coaches of all time. I just can't say all of a sudden, well, I decided, you know, I decided in December that, you know, this was it. So yeah, I'm letting you all know once the season ends in two, in two weeks, I'm done. I just don't see that happening. I okay. see them. I see him being part because he's been there so long. I think he's part of the whole decision-making and not so much the decision-making, but helping mentor the next coach in is more what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Someone that's going to help kind of take the next coach on his wing. Look, this is how things are ran. This is how we do things. Of course, the new head yeah. coach is going to be able to modify things, but to at least get him, you know, here's the keys. This is what this key goes to. That key goes to. This is this lock-box combination, blah, blah, blah. You, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things to taking over as a head coach. I, I just think it would be more of a thing. Even as quiet and secluded as Bill Belichick is, I just can't see him going out quiet. Like I just see this farewell tour. You know, the, this is just appreciation from everybody of what he has done for the sport. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm on the same page. I think I think I think he will have a farewell tour, which he deserves, you know. But the the more uh, the more games that he loses, you know, without Tom Brady, it just it just it just feels a little weird. Even though he did put Tom Brady in when Bledsoe got hurt, you know, we all know that story. But you know, mm-hmm. and then you think about how funny he is acting with quarterbacks, you know, because he is kind of funny acting when it comes to these quarterbacks lately, you know what I mean? Putting them on practice squad, taking them off, bringing somebody else in, you know, threatening to put, threatening to uh, get rid of uh, Jones, you know? So he's kind of, 
he's kind of all over the place since Tom Brady left, but it just it just feels a little bit weird as 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 he loses more games without Tom Brady. But I feel you. I, I'm on the same page as you. Next game, the Saints at Carolina. Um, Saints coming off this uh, off the win. Carolina, not such a good weekend. Where are you sitting on this game for Sunday night? All right. Okay. 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 Uh, it's actually we play Monday night with y'all. Actually, double header. But. But it didn't oh, yeah. look good. As, it didn't. It didn't look good as far as how things went. You know, with uh, you know, two interceptions with Bryce Young. You know, part, you know, same spot, same situation. You know, and uh, you know, he 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 gets a lot of opportunity to throw the ball, but the ball is not getting down the field. You understand what I'm saying? Just averaging three point eight or four yards per throw, I believe it was last week, if I'm not mistaken, off of. 28 plus passes, you know, it just, it just, it just doesn't, you know, seem right. You know, uh, screens, screens, and bubble routes, you know, slant, they're, they're only going to get you so far. You know, just because the safeties don't have to play up, they can just sit in the middle of the field and just look at the quarterback. You know, so it, it does have an effect. But uh, there's no way that I'm, I'm just being real with you. There's no way that I'm picking the Saints over Carolina. So. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going Carolina. I'm going Carolina. I would really love a win. Could I see him? Could I see him losing? Could I see him losing? I can say yes. I could see him losing. But do I want them to win? Yes, I do. But you know, it just it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. So I'm going Carolina. Well, I can see, I can see them losing. I'm gonna pick the Saints. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. The last game, the last game, doubleheader. Monday night, we got Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Um, Cleveland is favored two and a half points, which I'm kind of surprised, especially being in Pittsburgh. Um, this rivalry is also kind of. Kind of taking a twist, a turn for the better for Cleveland. It seems over the last few years we have done better with this series. Um, I'd be willing to bet in the last three years we're probably above 500, not by much, but above 500. Um, probably like a six and four or a five and three or something to that nature. Probably six and four. We might even be five and five. Um, at one point in time, Pittsburgh owned us as well. Um, I have Cleveland winning the division. I have Pittsburgh finishing last in the division. I think Pittsburgh's got a lot to do and continue to rebuild. I think, honestly, and this is where I'm having a, a hard time separating the sports host, blogger, commentator, whatever you want to call it, separate that from the sports fan. I could imagine what it was like, especially like that 15-1 and one season, that Carolina fans thought that they were going to win a Super Bowl um, and, and try to do this. Because I, I see this team being better than everybody's predicted 
and is looking more and more like the team I projected when I said that they would go 13 and 4, 12 and 5. I forget what I called. I think 13 and 4 is what I called. Um, I think I'm starting to see more of what I what I think I saw versus what others say they saw. And so trying to keep the fan side and the host side separate so why I'm being I'm not being biased on my picks and bias on my 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 commentary here, um, but I am one definitely taking Cleveland. Yeah, I call thirteen and four. I'm definitely taking Cleveland in uh, in Pittsburgh. I don't think the game's even going to be close. I think our offense is going to look even better. I think we're going to figure out a little bit more of this run game. I think those passes that kept falling short for Deshaun Watson become less and less, and I think that defense looks even better than it looked last week, holding Cincinnati to three points, Joe Burrow to 82 yards, didn't let them hardly run. Um, I think that defense will is – I think every week we make this run, I think the defense more specifically will become more and more confident. And I am the biggest firm believer that offense wins you games, defense wins you championships, and this defense can feel that they are a championship defense. Just five dollars, my prediction. My my prediction might even exceed itself because we might not just lose early in the playoffs like I called. But I'm definitely uh, Cleveland. Oh yeah, me too. I'm going Cleveland as well. All right, uh, we got our picks. Um, we're gonna get things wrapped up as we're past our time. I talked a little college early on. Um, I will be cutting at least this Thank segment you. of the show and getting it out sun- before Sunday, so everybody knows what our picks are. Um, like I said, going into this week, I am nine and seven. Mario's eight and eight. Uh, don't forget, Monday nights you guys can catch the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive, 8 o'clock right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. This show is kind of taking us back to our roots, getting these drivers, these athletes, these track promoters, these crew members, those that are involved with sports, back into the studio, get us a chance to sit down and, and bring these people to you. And we get to know these people. They get to know our fan base and so on. Um, it's been a real pleasure and a real honor the last few weeks to be able to do this. Next week is even a bigger um, a bigger honor and a bigger pleasure because we have uh, Dylan, uh, Dylan Martin joining us in the studio. Um, Dylan Martin was one of our very first interviews. Um, I can remember we were still new as a show. As a matter of fact, when I started doing this, the blog and podcast were brand new things. Like, I had to ask people what blogs were, and I had to Google what a podcast even was, because um, that was all brand new stuff. Um, and so we were new to this. Dylan Martin was new to the racing, racing life and interview life. Um, we had him on the show. I had enough questions for a half-hour-long interview, because we kept everybody for about a half-hour. Um about five minutes later, after he answered every question with one-word answers, yes, no, maybe, I don't know, no, one, two, three, five, that was it. 
Five minutes later, the interview was done. I had 25 more minutes of time allotted for Dylan Martin, and Dylan Martin went through 30 questions in five minutes. You fast forward to the last time we had Dylan Martin on the show. I didn't have enough time on the show. He talked so much. Um, we've had his brother on. His brother was a former college football player, went to the racing side, went to the racing broadcast side. I think he just finished up broadcasting. I'm not sure what the plans are now. I'm not sure if he's still doing the broadcasting. I could have swore he posted something um, within the last two weeks saying this was the final episode. Um but we've had Brandon on as well. Um, we've had both of these guys on at the same time. I have had tears laughing so hard coming down my face with these guys mm-hmm. on. Um, but we got Dylan Martin joining us Monday night. Um, friend, families of the of the uh, the the network. Um, we've had other people on the show because of the Martins. Um, Looking forward to having Dylan Martin back on the show and be able to reconnect with somebody that was on our show probably damn near 20 or 10 years ago. Um, don't forget, Tuesday night, you got Race Chat Live. Um, 8 o'clock, you got Chris, you got Taz, you got Miss Lee. Um, this week's episode coming up, they should be recapping. Um, Bristol, yesterday they recapped Kansas and predicted Bristol. I will be cutting videos to get that on our YouTube channel starting tomorrow. Um, then, of course, next week, Mario and myself will be back in the studio, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network in the Carolina Sports Plus studio to recap week two of the NFL, recap week three of college football, give our predictions in the NFL, hit on any of the major stories coming out of all sports. Um, and then, of course, Thursday nights we got um, Safety to Success. It's a... Uh, Show's got to do with safety and racing. Um, Jared had the owner of Hades Motor Speedway on the show last Thursday, and he had another uh, another guest on as well. Um, I just finished cutting the videos for that. I will be dropping those once I get off the show here tonight. So looking forward to that. Make sure you guys like us on Facebook, um, 110 Nation Sports, Carolina Sports uh, Plus. Uh, make sure you check out the website, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. It's got all the shows, all the blogs, all the marketing partners, um, show schedules, and all the tabs to all the different um, apps or platforms that have our podcast. It would be iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, um, Amazon Music and Audible, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Hot Chasers, um, Geo Save On, you name it, we are there. Make sure you check that out. Mario, save the last, but best for you. Let them know where they can find you physically, website, what you got coming up, and let's get out of here. All right, all right. You can check us out right now. We're all set up at the Lee County Fair in North Carolina. We'll be out here until Sunday, so if you're around the area, please come check us out. You can check us out online at carolinasportsplus.com. And you can like us on Facebook and Instagram and follow us on YouTube at Carolina Sports Plus. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. 
Um, look forward to being back here next Wednesday night. At what time, Mario? We'll be here at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock Wednesday, <laughs> and I can't wait to be there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to mess with you a while for that But anyway, you guys have a great night Talk to y'all next week Okay, round two Name something that's not boring a Laundry? Ooh, a book club Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry We were looking for Chumba Casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.